Hey Val. Hey Al. Welcome to the D-Commentaries trailer. Welcome to you and welcome to all our potential listeners. We're just two pals re-watching, reviewing, and reliving in the glory days of all Disney Channel original movies. Join us every other Tuesday for games, laughs, and chats about all of the hot dads. Looking forward to having you join us for D-Commentaries, as well as all of the other podcasts here on the Trident Network. Find us wherever you pod. What's up, YouTube? <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is WWE Champion and two-time Challenge Champion, Mike, Mike the, the Miz Mazanin. Shout out to the Miz. We love the Miz. <laughs> Hope he's doing well on I Dancing the with Miz. the Stars. Shout out to the Miz. I love the Miz. No. You guys, we have... <laughs> Wait. First of all, we need... we've done some things. We've gone to some events in the past few weeks. Oh, my goodness. Okay, first of all... She's Nia D'Amelio. I'm Trent Dodger. <laughs> this is the Tournament Podcast. Thanks for joining us uh, for the 53rd time, if this is your 53rd time. Yay. And if it's your first time, thanks for joining us also. Yeah, hello. And anyone in between, welcome. Yes, welcome. What were you going to say? I was going to say, because I did a little Trump impression, <laughs> that we, this is not a concert experience. Well, kind of. It's sort of a concert experience, but it wasn't a musician. We saw Daryl Hammond do stand-up yeah. a week ago. Yeah. And he does a killer Trump impression, and he did a really funny a really funny one. He was great. Daryl Hammond was great. We would recommend. Yeah, he was wild, you guys. Yeah. Way different than I thought. And then guess who opened for him? Jay Leno. You guys hear that's about not, this? That's you not even a joke. About, you guys hear about who was opening for Daryl Hammond this weekend, Burbank? You guys hear about this? Yeah, it was weird. He was fine. Daryl was incredible. Um... Anyway, I just my Trump impression reminded me of Daryl's <clears throat> superior Trump impression. Yeah. Well, I guess we did have a concert experience last night. Yeah, we do have some concert experiences to discuss. We love music. We love watching people play music. This is Concert Experiences. So last night we saw Van Morrison at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. And it was I it was a bummer, you guys. It wasn't a bummer, but it wasn't what uh, It was super boring. Uh, to me, these this is my opinion. Yeah. It was really boring <clears throat> and he didn't play really any of his hits. He played Gloria, which I would say was the most the hit that he played that sounded most like the record. Yeah. He also played Moon Dance, which I know is a huge hit for him, but it it was like a different arrangement of Moon Dance, so yeah. it didn't sound like <clears throat> like Moon Dance. And then he didn't play Domino or Brown Eyed Girl. <laughs> yeah, he he also the band started playing. He walked on stage, went right into the set. There were no breaks. He never addressed the audience outside of thank you every once in a while. Yeah. And um yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like he didn't totally want to be there. Here, yeah. Here's the the problem I have with calling it bad is the band was great. And yeah. And Van himself sounded good, too. Yeah. It wasn't like he a was Brian like Wilson situation where, like, <clears throat> Brian 
I, I think literally doesn't know sometimes what's going on around him. Sure. Um, Van was completely coherent. He was just wholly uninterested. I think, <laughs> I think this, this will best describe Van and then we can get into it. Um, th- this week's tournament. Uh, Van, you know, we saw the concert outside at the Hollywood Bowl mm-hmm. at nighttime. Mm-hmm. And Van Morrison was in sunglasses the whole time. So I feel like that's, you know, that surmises uh, his kind of attitude. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, we anyway. Could, yeah. Anyways, something we're excited about <laughs> would be this week's tournament, eh? Yeah. We've got a simple eight seed tournament. Kind of. Technically, there's seven seeds. Yeah. I could have, we'll talk about it. I could have made it eight. Um, but uh, on Friday is the release of No Time to Die, which is the final installment in the James Bond series with Daniel Craig as the titular double O. Yes. So we thought this week's tournament would be uh, which James Bond is the best James Bond Yeah. to celebrate DC heading out. Into the world, yeah. Into the world of um, what was his knives, knives out, out character, uh, Benoit Blanc. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> building, he's now building IP from scratch. Him and Ryan Johnson. Yeah, Daniel Craig's very funny. We'll get into him. we'll get into him later. Sure. Um, before we get into the tournament, uh, we can talk a little bit about what our relationship is to James Bond, Nia. What's your relationship to James Bond? Yeah, so um, I think I've actually only seen one James Bond movie. One per James Bond or one James Bond (laughs) total? One James Bond movie. And it's Casino Royale with Daniel Craig. Uh And I love that movie. Is that the one where he gets his his nuts punched? Yes. Right, I don't love it for that reason. Jeez, there's a whole movie around that se- scene. I've only seen one James Bond movie, and it's the one where you see double O's, double O's. No, no, no. I think of. I always think of the ending when they're in Italy and she's in the elevator. I won't spoil it. But anyway, I've only seen one James Bond movie, and it was that one. But prior to Casino Royale, <clears throat> I knew James Bond exclusively through the Nintendo 64. Because Goldeneye. Because of Goldeneye, and then there was another one. Maybe Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die. Or another Die Another Day. Die Another Day. It was Die Another Day. We had both of those, and I think I've mentioned this before. Maybe I haven't, but I grew up watching my brother play video games, and I know that some people think that's really weird. I, I don't think it's weird, but I don't enjoy. That's not how I want to spend my time. I love. I loved watching Michael play video games. I don't think I enjoy people playing video games. Well, actually, now that I think of it, maybe I do. You do. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just liked watching him and my cousins, Keith and Kevin, play GoldenEye. I actually think that our GoldenEye <laughs> was theirs, and they we ended up with it. Can one of you confirm that? Thanks. Um, <laughs> anyway, there's that piece as well. So that's – I'm, like, sort of out of it, but James Bond is one of those, uh, you know – intellectual property characters that is like transcends even if you haven't seen james bond like you know who he is you know the theme song you know 007 yeah you know everything about him now there's one story that i promised to tell go ahead please my mom as we've mentioned before is the president of gwyneth mercy university Mm -hmm. and she um gwyneth mercy university her office is in the 
Hall of Assumption or Assumption Hall. Wow, I'm going to get in trouble if I get this right. I think Wrong. it's Assumption Hall. Assumption Hall. Okay. Which is like a big house um, that's been converted into like a bunch of offices for, mm-hmm. for Gwen and Mercy. Assumption Hall was originally a, a an estate. It's, you know, it was a big mansion owned by the Bond family and... James Bond was one of the sons <clears throat> who lived there. Um, this was what? like, you know this story. Oh, this is <laughs> okay. Keep going. And um, he was an ornithologist. He was a bird guy. So he had heard the word. He had heard the word. <laughs> That's exactly right. And Sir Ian Fleming, who mm-hmm. wrote the James Bond series... Yes, the creator of the James Bond character. ...named the character James Bond after that James Bond because he saw a book of his about birds and liked the name. Wow. And so my mom's always like, this is James Bond's house. But the actual James Bond is, you know, like, a, he studies birds. So he's, like, not... He shares no character traits with the character james bond yeah (laughs) he only shares a name yes but that's my story wow that's incredible yeah pretty weird ornithological variety (laughs) (laughs) that's a family guy thing guys listen everybody knows that the bird is the word uh okay well uh i similar to nia don't have much of a relationship with james bond i feel like um the the first Daniel Craig Bond that I saw was Skyfall, and Skyfall is an incredible movie. Um, and then that was kind of it. I never. What was the follow up? Spectre. Spectre. I never saw Spectre until recently, where uh, I've I've gone back and I watched the four Daniel Craig Bond movies in anticipation of his fifth mm-hmm. outing, mm-hmm. Uh, No Time to Die. Um, but I, uh, I feel like my relationship was also kind of through GoldenEye. Mm-hmm. Our neighbor, James Arroyo, had an N64, and he had GoldenEye on it, and we would go over there and play GoldenEye with James. Um, and uh, eventually we got an N64 and got GoldenEye as well. And, you know, GoldenEye was kind of like a transformative uh, game for uh, generations. Yeah. And It was like a big deal. And I was, I was bad at it. Yeah. I'm, I'm bad at video games. There was also that setting on Goldeneye when you could have a big head. You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Yeah, there were a bunch of little tips and tricks. So fun funny, you guys. Um, <laughs> so, little bobbleheads running around killing each other. But I don't know. I don't know. Like, I've seen, obviously, clips of probably all of the Bonds. I know. Me too. You know? Me too. And, um, but I, I Doctor just... Doctor No. I Octopussy. Never... Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, and then obviously... You and I are both huge Austin Powers fans, and Austin yes. Powers and all that lore was, uh, it's a spoof of James Bond. Goldfinger. <laughs> yeah, Goldfinger mm-hmm. is Goldeneye, and Dr. Evil, and Dr. No, and Austin Powers and James Bond, yada yada, you get it. Um, so yeah, I think um, this one, this one I think more than any other tournament is really going to be up to the people, like... Yeah. Even if you do listen to the podcast for us to sway you one way or the other, I don't know if that's going to be the case this time. Yeah, this is really one that we don't know a lot about. Yeah. I also think it's uh, this is going to be one that is going to be very... Uh, like, uh, tell me if this makes sense. I feel like music trans- can transcend through time and stuff. 
But I think so true. But I so think true, Trent. So like me, someone mm-hmm. who was born in 1990, my favorite era is the 1970s, right? Mm-hmm. You, someone born in the mid 90s, your favorite era is the 60s. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> 1968, best year for music. <laughs> so there's a lot of people <laughs> like that. I feel like your your James Bond mm-hmm. is very dependent on when you were born. Mm. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, there was a... I think we had this discussion when we did SNL because a lot of people were like... Like our parents, both, both your parents and my parents were like, how can people not be voting for Dan Aykroyd? Yeah. And I was like, well, you know... They're not our cast. Yeah. Like, so I think that's in a similar way. Like, you get the James Bond you get. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, here we go. I do have I do have things to say about all these men, even if I've never seen them actually playing James Bond. <laughs> or most of them, at least. Um. The, okay, so this, this is a seven-seed tournament, as we said. Mm-hmm. We, I could, we could, I could, it could have been an eight seed. It could have been an eight seed tournament. Here is the yeah, one person. Yeah, I thought there were eight. Here's who got cut. Um, hit the music now. Uh, Barry Nelson didn't make the list. Barry Nelson was the first to portray Bond on screen. It was a 1954 television adaption of Casino Royale. However, that was a TV movie. The uh, other, the other seven Bonds MGM. are all big screen. Ah. And so um, I just, you know, I I think this will be a top four heavy tournament. Yeah. Maybe even top three heavy. Um, basically, oh, I don't four. think the back half of the, I don't think the back half of the tournament has much of a chance. Yeah. Um, don't think there's going to be a lot of upsets in the opening round. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll be wrong, but uh, so Barry Nelson didn't make the cut. Here is who did. We have the seven seed, David Niven, the six seed, George Lazenby, the five seed, Timothy Dalton, the four seed, Pierce Brosnan, the three seed, Daniel Craig, the two seed, Roger Moore, and the number one seed, Sean Connery. The matchups will then be the left side of the bracket, the one seeded Sean Connery, with a bye, mm. he'll face the winner of the five-seeded Timothy Dalton versus the four-seeded Pierce Brosnan. On the right side of the bracket, we'll see the winner of the two-seeded Roger Moore versus the seven-seeded David Niven take on the winner of the six-seeded George Lazenby and the three-seeded Daniel Craig. Here we go. We'll start with Sean Connery. He's the number one seed. Yeah. <clears throat> um, here, here's how we seeded these. Uh, your seed was based on the number of movies... That you did. Mm. So, Sean Connery and Roger Moore both did seven movies. Mm. And when it came to Sean Connery and Roger Moore, I gave Sean Connery the edge uh, be- because push come to shove, he was first. Yeah. Um, I think you could make an argument the other way. Mm. Uh, because George Lazenby and David Niven did one movie each. Mm. And the reason I ranked Lazenby ahead of Niven was because the the movie that David Niven did was one of only two Bond movies that was not produced by Eon. Yeah. Which is the Broccoli family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Sean Connery, six of his seven movies were produced by Eon, but his seventh movie was the other 
of the two non-Eon-produced movies. Mm. So, you know, in one sense, I used Eon against someone. In another sense, I used Eon for someone. So, I don't know. You know, but like I said, I think the top four will move through um, no matter what, either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that's how we see it in the movie the way we did timothy dalton did two pierce brosnan did four and daniel craig has done four until friday mm-hmm. will be his fifth mm-hmm. his fifth and final mm-hmm. uh so yeah sean connery he did seven bonds dr no from russia with love goldfinger thunderball you only live twice diamonds are forever in the non-eon film never say never again one thing that's great is James Bond titles are <laughs> They're so, a wild ride. They are so <clears throat> specific. Like, the syntax of a James Bond title is so specific. I would actually love, I don't even know how we would do this, but I'd love to have some kind of a competition. Like, send in a title for a fake James Bond movie, yeah. and we will pick the best <clears throat> one, and we'll send you a bumper sticker or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Or something, yeah. That's great. Um, yeah. Uh, DM us at the Tourney Pod on any social media or email us at the Tournament Podcast at gmail.com. Um, make the title, you know, fake James Bond title. And then uh, we'll pick the best one and we'll see. Just send them in all week and we'll yeah. announce the winner on Friday's reveal episode. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Deal. Amazing. Anyway, um, yeah, I. So we're going to talk about Sean Connery now, right? Right now, yeah. Okay. So weird that we actually started this episode talking about Daryl Hammond. Yes. Now because, that I think about it. Because famously, <laughs> arguably Daryl Hammond's uh, most famous impression and one that I think he thinks is his most famous one based on what he said during his set last week. Yeah. Is him as Sean Connery on yes. Celebrity Jeopardy. And I actually think that, to your point earlier about like. You know, you get the James Bond, you get whoever you, whatever James Bond era you were born into, that's your James Bond. Mm -hmm. I feel like Sean Connery kind of has a hold on our generation because of the SNL Celebrity Jeopardy Daryl Hammond impression. I am not sure where Sean Connery would be in our minds were it not for that. Mm -hmm. Now, this is all to say Sean Connery is, I think, the most iconic James Bond. Even if he's not my personal James Bond, and mm-hmm. he isn't, he is not. But I think he's the most iconic James Bond, and I think that a lot of people would agree with that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on another comment until we get to Roger Moore. Cool. Uh, <clears throat> as we said, he was the first. His time as Bond, I think, spanned the length the longest. Mm. Um, 1962 was his first. 1983 was his last so 21 years as bond Jeez. um uh but he was on and off uh you know like daniel craig had his chunk mm-hmm. prior to pierce brosnan prior to timothy dalton mm-hmm. uh sean connery kind of bounced in and out mm-hmm. and then i think around roger moore was when they settled in mm-hmm. um ian fleming creator of the james bond character mm-hmm. uh was pissed initially yeah with the sean connery casting because james bond is this suave debonair uh englishman and he was mad because connery is was more rough and tumble isn't he scottish and scottish yeah and uh ian fleming has since gone back and said he was actually wrong sean connery's great 
He's glad Sean Connery yeah. played Bond. He is kind of like a cowboy. <clears throat> like, like has that vibe. Like, I could see why he would be upset. Yeah. Um, like the Scottish John Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I agree also. I do think Sean Connery is iconic. I actually think iconic as Bond or the iconic Bond. Um, I think that's a great point about uh, the his SNL impression, mm. Daryl Hammond, mm-hmm. uh, infiltrating our generation. Mm-hmm. Because as we've discussed, you and I both grew up on opposite ends of the coast, but we both grew up on best of SNL DVDs. Yes. And, you know, those certainly contained... Especially Will Ferrell, obviously, contained uh, Daryl Hammond as Sean Connery. And while we're on the subject, R.I.P. Norm MacDonald, who played <sighs> Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Oh, my Turd God. Ferguson. It's a funny name. It's an oversized hat. It's funny. Go do yourselves a favor and watch some Norm MacDonald clips if you haven't done that yet. It's, by God. it's the best thing you can do. Uh, okay, so Sean Connery <clears throat> earned, earned the buy. I will say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I, I agree. I think it'll be... Uh, we're going to be hard-pressed for someone to upset him. Uh, it's gonna. It won't be on this side of the bracket, is what I think. I don't think the winner of uh, Pierce Brosnan and Timothy Dalton will really stand a chance against him. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. First... We will discuss the four-seeded Pierce Brosnan, who, dare I say, this was my... He's my James Bond. He's my James Bond. He's my James Bond. Because I, <laughs> this is exactly what I was talking about, was I I was born into the world, uh, I was born into a Pierce Brosnan as, as Bond world. Me too. Um, and, uh, like I said, Goldeneye, formative for um, millions of young gamers, and, um, you know, he, this was just who was in the consciousness when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Even now, when I picture James Bond, I picture Pierce Brosnan or Roger Moore. But when I think about it, both Sean Connery and Daniel Craig to me are more James Bond than either of those two. But when I'm picturing him, I'm picturing it one of those two, that's, which is, it's very weird. Yeah, I don't. That's insane. I know, whatever. I'm insane. Um,. Pierce Brosnan had four turns as Bond, started in 1995 with Goldeneye, followed by Tomorrow Never Dies, The World Is Not Enough, and Die Another Day <laughs> in 2002. Another, another slew of ridiculous titles of classic James Bond titles. Listen, Pierce Brosnan is also not English. Right. Weirdly enough. But I think of him as being English more than I think of Sean Connery as being English. And he has a much subtler accent. Yeah, he's 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 Irish. He I is, and Sean Connery is Scottish, as we discussed. Pierce Brosnan also his second most. Fa- I, he was in the Thomas Crown Affair, right? Yeah, that's like his that's other like big, his thing. big thing. But I'll say to me. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, brother! Here we go again. What's it gonna here be? Here we go again. Here we go right. again. Because his other big role is. Sam Carmichael in the Mamma Mia movies. Mamma Mia. And, uh, Here we go again. I hope my mom's listening because one of our favorite things to do... Mamma Mia came out in 2008. I remember it like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And Pierce Brosnan sings a few songs in the movie. Mm-hmm. But he um, he does a duet with Meryl Streep. They mm-hmm. sing S.O.S. together. Oh, okay. And she goes... Um, 
it's like in the chorus. When you're gone, how can I even try to go on? That part. Mm-hmm. So Meryl Streep goes, when you're gone. And then in an echo that is not in the ABBA version, but is in the Mamma Mia version. Oh. Pierce Brosnan goes, when you're gone. <laughs> and it's uh, the best part of the movie. Vodacadabra. <laughs> he sounds like Voldemort for sure. Um, listen, no one is... Pierce Brosnan, and you might say that this is actually Sean Connery, but to me, Pierce Brosnan is the definition of devilishly handsome. Mm. He is like, and that's what makes him such a good Bond, mm-hmm. is because there's something about his face, mm-hmm. his eyes in particular, I like, I don't know, the way his eyebrows hang over his eyes or something, mm-hmm. that make every glare he gives like he has a secret. It's it's I, I, always he, like he's always smirking. I, he's just perfect for a spy. Okay, perfect. We'll do a quick poll between you and me right now. Who's the hottest Bond? I think it might be Pierce. Pierce. Brosnan. I'm just looking at the list. I think it might be Pierce. Brosnan. Although it is. Although uh, last weekend, it's not Roger Moore. Last weekend, you and I were in downtown Burbank sucking down some Cold Stone Creamery. Oh yeah. Right in front I did of, say this to right you. in front of the local AMC, one of the three Burbank AMCs. Yeah. And they have. But if a you've been to of, Burbank, it's the one you're thinking of. Yeah. Uh, they have a bunch of uh, No Time to Die posters hanging. And you said yeah. to me, boy, Daniel Craig looking like a tasty snack in that hanging poster. He right does now. look like a treat in, in <laughs> his No Time to Die poster. And then right next to him is Rami Malik, who looks, you know, malnourished as always. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Pierce Love Brosnan. Love you, Rami. Pierce Brosnan is going up against timothy dalton timothy dalton had two runs as james bond 1987's the living daylights (laughs) and 1989's license to kill we missed an opportunity to to just do a titles bracket yeah not the mood not the content of the movie just the title no context um i timothy dalton do i know him i know that name this is a picture. Ah. I'm showing Nia a picture of Timothy Dalton. Okay. Yes. He looks very familiar. Yeah. He's a classically trained Shakespearean actor. Listen, uh, I've never seen him as Bond. Clearly it wasn't his bag. It's interesting. I um, I don't think I've seen him in anything other than uh, Doom Patrol, which is a superhero show that i watch currently on hbo max yeah and so that's obviously like an end of career type deal yeah i don't think i've seen him in anything but i know he's bond yeah and he was only bond twice yeah and there's other bonds who i associate as bond well before him yeah so i don't know he ain't bond he's not gonna pierce he's not gonna be pierce brosnan i don't think so he's a good actor though especially because i think most of our listeners are either our age or younger mm-hmm. so i think you know for a lot of our listeners pierce brosnan is their bond yeah also he followed roger moore timothy dalton did yeah and only he only put in two efforts yeah and and roger moore had wasn't you know, it, seven so wasn't a good fit yeah so that gives us sean connery versus pierce brosnan on the left side of the bracket <sighs> i do think that sean connery will win i think so too but but if Pierce Brosnan wins, I'll be very happy. That would be a fun upset. I don't, I, like I said, I don't foresee Sean Connery being upset until he faces either Roger Moore or Daniel Craig. Um, but 
Pierce Brosnan would be fun. Mama Mia, baby. <laughs> when you're gone. <laughs> the right side of the bracket is the two-seated Roger Moore versus the seven-seated David Niven. Roger Moore, seven uh, times was James Bond. Yeah. Starting in 1973. So he only he only had, this is interesting, Sean Connery did seven movies over 21 years. Roger Moore did seven movies over 12 years. Mm. Slammed him out. Uh, started in 1973 with Live and Let Die, followed by The Man with the Golden Gun, The Spy Who Loved Me, Moonraker, For Your Eyes Only, Octopussy, and finishing up with 1985's A View to Kill. No, A View to a Kill. <laughs> Very different. They're never not fun. First of all, obviously, Octopussy's the funniest title for a James Bond movie. They're, that's, you know... We can set that aside. Before we talk about Roger Moore, just <clears throat> I want to mention some things. Live and Let Die, obviously. I feel like if you haven't seen the movie, then you know the Paul McCartney song. Mm-hmm. That is Paul's big song, if you've ever seen him live. Oh, closes it out. It's incredible. He, there's pyrotechnics. Live and let die. He sounds better than that. And it's an insane song. And then another... Because I'm contractually obligated to talk about the Beach Boys on this podcast, um, the song the song "Pet Sounds" from Pet Sounds is an instrumental, and it was originally titled "Run James Run," and Brian wrote it as an homage, as like a James Bond theme. Wow, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, pretty cool. Just some deep Beach Boys knowledge, as always. Listen to those two tracks. See which one you th- makes you think of James Bond. One more. It's Paul McCartney. <laughs> uh, so like we said, Roger Moore, kind of iconic. Okay, definitely iconic, but here's the th- here's my complaint about Roger Moore. Mm-hmm. And this this is what I was going to say when I was like, I'll talk about it when we get to Roger Moore. Okay. First of all, I think of Rod- when I think of Sean Connery as um, James Bond, I think of him like shirtless. Like I see his... Mm all of his chest hair uh-huh. and he's like on a boat and he's like really tanned yeah roger moore yeah i'm seeing it in my head it's nice when i think of roger moore That's real nice stuff, <laughs> when i think of roger moore as james bond he has a turtleneck on mm-hmm. and he's like in like a dark wood 70s den yeah just a v- extremely different vibe <clears throat> and then here's my and I know that you don't have names for these regions, but I would like to offer one. Sure. Right now. Or at least sides of the bracket. Uh-huh. To me, James Bond is not blonde. And it's a really big problem that I have with Daniel Craig as well. Uh. That they are, he and Roger Moore are both blonde. And um, that, to me, rubs me the wrong way. Okay. Doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, tell me, tell me if this makes any sense to you. I feel like I associate Pierce Brosnan and Roger Moore together. Like I was saying earlier, I associate them, and then I associate Sean Connery and Daniel Craig together. I feel like I associate Pierce and Roger Moore together because they're like handsome. And, yeah. And I associate Daniel Craig and Sean Connery together because they're like rugged, sexy. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're like just like, ooh, I want to get in the mud with Sean Connery. <laughs> 
your Dago mustache. Oh my god. And your greasy hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Roger Moore is going up against David Niven. David Niven was James Bond one time in 1967 in the non-Eon-produced Casino, Casino Royale. Royale. Which I've heard about this movie because obviously the only James Bond movie that I've seen and I really like is Casino Royale from 2007. Daniel Craig, yeah. Um, but Casino Royale 1967, I've been told, is like a comedy. Oh, interesting. Um, or at least has very big comedic overtones. Mm. So I'd be interested to watch it because I'm sure that it has a different vibe. But, mm. I mean, David Niven, I feel like, is not, like Timothy Dalton, is not known for being James Bond. He is known for other other work. Mm. Such as, or... I don't know. Oh, okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think he's in the Bond conversations, but I've heard his name elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, he certainly is not in the Bond conversation, especially Mm -hmm. versus Roger Moore. Yeah, but you seem to like Roger Moore. Yeah, but like I said, it's like... I just kind of, like, can picture him as Bond. I think also... At least, like, when I've heard older people talk about James Bond, Mm -hmm. I feel like they're like, Sean Connery was perfect. And then Roger Moore, because he was the guy that followed followed him up, they have this weird, like, Mm -hmm. so I hate Roger Moore. Even though, like, their feelings are really about Sean Connery, they project onto Roger Moore. I honestly feel like whoever comes up after Daniel Craig, there's going to be a lot of that. I've heard Idris, but that was a while ago. That's been years. Okay. I would have loved. Listen, if you want to see Idris as James Bond, go watch the the, the BBC show Luther. <laughs> That's awesome, and yeah. that'll scratch that itch for you. Yeah, Idris Elba is incredible. Yeah. Um. Okay. The bottom side of the right half of the bracket. Uh, we'll start with the succeeded George Lazenby, who also only played James Bond one time. Is also not English. He's Australian. Ugh. The hits keep on coming. Can we get a Brit in this role, please? <laughs> he played uh, James Bond in 1969's On Her Majesty's Secret Service. <laughs> I I won't never I will never stop laughing. Um, yeah, I don't know him. I don't I don't have much to say. I also don't have much to say. Let's move on to Daniel Craig. Uh, he also, you know, won't beat Daniel Craig. Uh, Daniel Craig has been playing Bond. In length of time, uh, the second most, 2006 to 2021. Yeah. And, you know. Oh, Casino Royale was 2006. I said earlier 2007. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Casino Royale. He started with Casino Royale in 2006, followed by Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, Spectre, and 2021's uh, frequently delayed No Time to Die. I believe originally it was going to come out in 2019. Yes like christmas 2019 something yeah like that. and then it got pushed to like april 2020 mm-hmm. <laughs> and we all know what happened there <laughs> yeah so 15 years as bond for daniel craig second most um and like i said i think um yeah so he'll be george lazenby so we can talk about him versus roger moore right now um he i think a lot of people I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the second most associated with the Bond uh, name. Yeah. Just from, like, our generation. To me, he is not James Bond. He's Benoit Blanc. 
He's Daniel Craig. I know that's so dumb, but... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, The, the weekend. weekend. Um, I just learned about that meme, you guys, which is pretty embarrassing on my part. <laughs> anyway, um, listen, I like, I enjoy... He First of all, he's British, mm-hmm. so... Points. Nailed it. And he has sort of the accent, I think, that Ian Fleming would want in a James Bond. Um, he's... He is rugged, though. You're absolutely right. Oh, yeah. Which is minus points for me. He's also the blondest James Bond, which is minus points for me. I just can't get over it. I I don't know. I have a mental block about him being blonde. He's also tiny. Or, like, he's not a... His body is, like, he's broad in a way that I don't think that James Bond should be. (laughs) He's not like uh he's not like tall and chiseled. He's kind of like a little brick shit house. <laughs> exactly. Um He's like a tiny Sean Connery. Yeah. Ready to scrap. <laughs> I just I also I do like him as Benoit Blanc and I feel like like I said he is not James Bond to <clears throat> me. He's Daniel Craig like he to me has just been in other and maybe that's because there is a lot of time between all of his James Bond movies, but, like, he's just done so much more. And then also, I feel like, honestly, I'm respecting his own wishes by saying that I don't think of him as James Bond because he famously said in an interview a few years ago he would rather kill himself than be James Bond in another movie. Yeah, yes, he did say that. That was a stressful time. He's also, uh, you know, more recently been reflecting very positively on his time as James Bond. Um, But I think either way you slice it, he does not want to be James Bond anymore. He doesn't want to do these movies anymore. And he's not going to. Yes. I think he beats Roger Moore. I think so, too. And then I, but then I just feel like Sean Connery versus Daniel Craig is such a weird... I mean, such a weird matchup. It's the matchup I want to see. You know what I mean? I think Sean Connery wins the whole thing. I actually do, too. Coming into it, I thought, just on paper, I thought Roger Moore or Daniel Craig or, quite frankly, even Pierce Brosnan could put up a fight. But as we're sitting here talking about it, I kind of think this is not going to be close. I think Pierce is the only James Bond that has any potential to beat Sean Connery. I don't think that Roger Moore or Daniel Craig have a prayer against him. I think Daniel Craig has the biggest prayer. Big prayer. Then Roger Moore. Big prayer. Trent's album coming out next fall. What's up, everybody? My name's Trent Doge. I'm going to play a little couple one-two tunes for you. It's called Big Prayer. It's called Big Prayer. (laughs) Um, Okay. I mean, that's pretty much it. This was a blast and a half. I think Sean Connery's going to win. Oh, yeah. Big time. So, ladies and gentlemen, now it's up to you to tell us who your James Bond is. So this is an eight-seater, as we said. So voting is going to be a little different uh, this week. Monday, October 4th, will be the opening round quarterfinal voting. The field of eight will be trimmed down to four. Tuesday, October 5th, and Wednesday, October 6th, because we believe those are the key matchups, the semifinals, uh, we're going to have two days of voting for those, and then Thursday, October 7th, will be finals voting with the winner revealed on a brand new episode of the podcast on Friday, October 8th. If you would like to vote, there's a couple ways. 
you can get to our vote center first in the notes of um, this podcast that you're listening to. Uh, there will be a link to the vote center. Click on that. That'll take you right there. You can do it uh, anytime. Bookmark it and you can vote anytime this week. Uh, also, follow us at the Turning Pod across all social media platforms. We post the link to vote there uh, every day of the week. And finally, you could visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com and either uh, throw in uh, slash the-tourney-pod or you can go to the podcast section, click on the tournament podcast. Either way, once you get to our page, there's a vote now button that'll take you to the vote center and uh, you can throw your votes in there all week. Uh, You know, like we like to say, you can bookmark it. um, That way it's easier uh, to find it. Uh, You don't have to. You know, live your life. Make your own choices. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a, should be a, should be an exciting one. And then, of course, Friday, No Time to Die comes out. Yeah, we'll be going to see it. It'll be my second James Bond movie that I've ever yeah. seen. Well, we'll see it eventually, because we're actually going to Chicago this weekend. Yeah. If you're, if you're hearing this, and it's before Friday, go to Logan Square Improv on Friday night. I'm yeah, Trent's going to be doing comedy. Doing improv. Mm-hmm. For the first time in a hundred years, mm-hmm. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be there. Nia will be watching. <laughs> Famously retired from improv, Nia yeah. D'Amelio. Yes, thank God. Full time podcaster now, Nia D'Amelio. Yes. <clears throat> uh, okay, I think that about does it. Nia, any uh, final thoughts? I really was worried about this episode because you and I don't know what we're talking about when it comes to actually James Bond movies. Right. But I think I think we put up a good. I think we said some really, I don't know. I'm yeah. proud of this conversation. This could have been worse. This could have been could worse. could have been way worse. And if you're a big James Bond fan, sorry. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and, honestly, if you are a huge James Bond fan, email us some thoughts. So And we'll we'll throw, throw out your thoughts on Friday's episode. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just, you know, I'm going to put on our Instagram to DM James Bond titles. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, send those James Bond titles in. That winner of that will also be revealed on Friday. Yes. That's it. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us on this journey called Turney, which could also be the name of a James Bond movie. Wow. Journey called Turney. Journey. Um, a, a journey to die. Her Majesty's the Journey. journey. <laughs> Her Majesty's Journey. to Turney. To death. Again. <laughs> never say never. Uh, uh, and remember, may, may the, the thing with the, the most votes win. Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated, too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at TheTourneyPod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash the Trident Network. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Friday to find out who won the best James Bond tournament. <laughs>